Welcome to 97.4. This is The Periodic Table. I'm your host, Barry Berylium, and you're tuning in today with my co-host, my main man, Calcium Colin. <laughs> just went with your I real just, name. I just went with my real name. No just alibi it, necessary. Wildest fantasy, still <laughs> called Colin. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> oh, well, man. guys, I, I wish we had Freddie Fluoride, but he called out <laughs> sick. Um, That's all I got on such short improv notice. Calcium. That's all I had on tap was calcium. Just a guy named Colin drinking milk. That's the minute, calcium Colin. <laughs> the minute you started, I got so nervous. So I was like, go, go, go. I was like telling my mind to go, which just slowed it down even more. <laughs> and I was like, I just, what, what's, what's, what rhymes with calcium or what, or what's alliteration? <laughs> Nothing, right? Yeah. Calcium. What's alliteration with calcium? <laughs> Colin. Boom. I just took you straight back to high school AP chem sitting next to uh, that, that senior year crush. Jeez, I didn't know I was going to need to reference my seventh grade science lesson for that one. I, I really, I got worried. I, my mind jumped to Breaking Bad, actually, weirdly, when you started. <laughs> you just, this is Maddie Meth. <laughs> That's not on the periodic table, bro. Um, oh. But anyway, thanks for, thanks for tuning in, listeners. You, you little, uh, you little chem heads, uh, Welcome to Bard to Death. Each week we take turns being the bard, uh, which is just telling stories to the other person. The non-bard has never heard these stories before, so uh, riding this ride as you are for the first time. Uh, mm. I have not heard the story that Colin will tell us today, and I'm very excited to hear this story. Colin comes prepared um, with uh, something that is novel, something that is fresh, something that is uh, visceral and uh, biting, something that is um, hopefully not just pure recreation, but maybe can teach us a little bit about life, a little mm. bit about ourselves that has been seminal in producing who we are today. So, uh, yeah, Colin, any other uh, introductory thoughts before we get going? That was perfect. I'm, I'm ready to roll. We are cruising. So, Colin, our bard um, of the week, why don't you guide our hand into a dark cave, be our shining light, be our eyes, and illuminate something about the human experience for us today. Mm. For this story, I'm reaching back... Uh, to a story that actually spans a few years, starts with me in college um, and ends with me um, in, in graduate school in Texas, actually. And um, it is about a marginally, and involves a marginally famous uh, musician, songwriter, band who I am a huge fan of, and I'm going to be doing my absolute best not to say his name um, mm. because... We are, for the first time in my short life, uh, I have his phone. I have his phone number in my, uh, in my iPhone. And we text each other every now and again. And um, I actually <laughs> looked it, up. Is it two-way? It's, it's we, heavy, we're, we're best heavy, buds. heavy one-way. I looked up the last text that we had before this, <laughs> and it is definitely from 2015. Um, mm, the Obama years, good, good halcyon days. But for me, that is just 
right in the rear view, just barely there. I remember on a cosmic <laughs> scale, it's yesterday. <laughs> I remember, um, I remember the text conversation like it was yesterday. I sent four paragraphs. He said three words. It was beautiful. Um, so I'm going to do my best not to share his name, but I'm just going to dive right in here. When I was in college, I went to a school called Houston Baptist University. It's a small, private, liberal arts Christian school that nobody has heard of. We actually used to say HB Who. That was like the joke at the school. And um, loved my experience there. Had a lot of fun. Um, it, was, it was challenging in a number of ways, but... Um, Overall, really enjoyed my time there. It was a very small school, um, 15, 10, 15, sometimes five people in a class. Um, oh, goodness. That which, was a great student-teacher ratio. <laughs> which I loved. Um, my Brochure. I knew my professors well. Um, they came out to... Uh, a lot of my shows and I was, you know, in a couple bands and they would come out and, and listen and, um, just had text all the time. We texted all the time. (laughs) Last one was in 2015. Um, (laughs) all that to say, um, this band came to my college when I was a freshman, hadn't really heard of them or listened to them. And they marginally famous, uh, in the world, they had like songs on like one tree hill and stuff. Oh yeah. And you, I was going to say that he has like 80,000 listeners, monthly listeners on Spotify. So Mm. still kicking. Um, definitely if you're like in like the Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana area, you're, you're going to people, more people know his name, but had songs on like one tree Hill and like, you know, had, had some national attention for a while. But, um, all that to say, he came to our college when I was a freshman and with his band and, uh, it was, it was great. I just loved it and had never heard his music and, you know, bought all of his records and, um, just really loved it. And and I was, uh, played, played, I majored in jazz guitar, I was, uh, majored in music and, and also in business. I did a, a double major and on the music side, you have to have like a primary instrument. So like guitar heavy, Ryan, you know, you've known that I've played guitar for a long time and, mm-hmm. um, played lead guitar in a few different bands at that time. And, um, so I like learned all of his stuff, um, sure. after I got these records, you know, like for the years. And so we're going through college and I'm listening to his stuff, like hev- heavily influenced by it. Like the, the church culture, um, down there is the, the contempt, I should say the contemporary, um, church culture is pretty heavily influenced by it. Um, mm. he also has a family member who, uh, runs a church, um, in, in Houston. And, and so there's like that kind of familial connection there. So all this to say, just a fanboy. Um, sure. Graduate from college. I'm working at this church as a uh, young adults uh, minister. And uh, he comes, you know, he's hired by our church, not really by my doing in any way. And I, I, I think we should, okay. we, I feel like we need to point out okay. when you say fanboy, you're what, 18, 19 at this time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when my, I, my, when my I first po- saw him, I said, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think I'd maybe heard his stuff when I was 17. Um, it was probably. my. Yeah. My point is when you're 18, 19, it's a very unique very vulnerable stage in your fanboy life. I think yeah. stage one is when you're 14, 15, and that's when you like first mm-hmm. discovered Death Cab. Like emo music, and yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. there's a whole world out there. And then 18, 19, 20 is your like real musical... It's like refinement like, period number one. You make fun of everything you used to listen to. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's like your, your wings real, are spreading. <laughs> your real adolescence. So 
not only are you a music snob, but now you're a music snob against your former self. Mm-hmm. So you think, oh, I didn't know anything back then, but now mm-hmm. I got it. Now I, yeah. I know what's good and what's bad. <laughs> um, and, and you it, have it gets more depressed, like the music, the type of music you're listening to gets more depressing. And sure. like, so you think it's better, you know, because they're talking about like, quote unquote, real things. Sure. Um, you You still haven't outgrown... <laughs> the belief that like writing a song for your girlfriend is the highest form of intimacy. (laughs) Yeah. uh, This is like to be a 19 year old, like middle-class suburban boy deserves no pity. My point is it, it, you just need to understand heading into this, Mm -hmm. uh, this experience. I don't know this experience, but I'm imagining it is uh, a very tender moment in the life of a young man. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, and I, that's, that's great. And I guess I should mention that like through college, I, I'd played in this band, like pretty seriously. I'd played lead guitar in it and, um, actually left this band to, uh, record a record of my own. And I was, I was super lucky in college to, um, I recorded in like six or six or seven different studios and, um, had had like experiences that other, uh, that I realized that I didn't realize at the time, but realize now that like a lot of other musicians particularly just never get to have. And I got to do a lot of that at a, at a young age and, um, relished, um, every moment of it and wanted to keep doing it. And so I'd left this band and I promise this is all relevant to the story. And I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd went in and into this studio and, um, one summer and, and decided I was going to record my own EP. Um, it's, um, it, like it was, which means extended play. It's usually like five to seven songs or something. Um, and recorded this EP and, and did all of the instrumentation. My, I didn't have money to like hire a band. And so I was like, had played drums for a long time. and was like kind of a shoddy keyboard player and bass player, but could kind of make it work. And, you know, felt comfortable on guitar and did all the lyrics. And these are like songs that I'd written. It was kind of like a folk, a folk rock uh, record. It's called the woods. Uh, named after the town Ryan and I are, um, are, well, I guess you're not from the Woodlands, Ryan, but, but I like to say that you are. Um, we don't need to go into familial lineage. Oh, okay. So I wrote this, uh, this, from this, the wrong side of Houston. <laughs> I wrote this just kind of rough, uh, <laughs> raw EP first one by myself. Mm. Um, tried to do it all myself. Didn't do much of it. Well, um, called the woods and, and had made this record. And so you know, jumping back to where I was in the story. So now I've, I'm realizing, okay, I think I might, you know, want to be a pastor and actually, you know, doing, doing a lot of music growing up in the church. That was like kind of, the, I was at a great church that had a great artistic outlet for music and stuff and really fell in love with music. And then had kind of realized as I was graduating college and, and wanted to be like a working musician, like, and maybe this isn't for me. Maybe, maybe it's something, you know, deeper or more different, I should say, not necessarily deeper, but just different. And, um, so I'm working in this church as a young adults minister, and it turns out that this guy, this band is going to come to uh, our church and like do a show. Sure. And, Should we give uh, him a, uh, a pseudonym for the sake of clarity? Like, uh, yeah. Is it, is it, is it uh, unwieldy the way I'm saying it? Is it? I just think, let's, let's make him more let's picturable. Give him a name? Let's picture him in our head. Uh, I'll let you come up with that pseudonym. Uh, like a name, just a random name. Yeah, give him something that's obviously not his real name. Let's call him Lance. I like Lance. Oh, this is Lance Bass, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sir Lance a lot. I, I said choose a name that's not his name. 
Colin has fawned over the NSYNC baritone for marginally, marginally famous, but, but you can't see Colin. He's got frosted tips. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, so I find out that he's coming to this, to our church that I work at and I'm so stoked, right? I'm freaking out. I'm like, um, and he's doing like this thing for our youth ministry. And of course, like people outside, like, you know, people in the town are like coming to it. And, um, it's kind of like the word has gotten out, like kind of beyond this being like a church event and like people in the area are coming to see this guy. And, um, I come early to just like watch them rehearse and I'm sitting in the back of this uh, room and I'm watching them rehearse. And, um, I tweet at the band like that afternoon while I was there. And of course they don't know that I'm there that, you know, you should play this song. Of course I, I, you know, now working, you know, having, having like, uh, played a bunch of shows with, with, um, now having had three different EPs if someone had requested a song from, an old song of mine now, like, like as a songwriter, you, you don't remember all the songs off your first record. Even and I'm not saying that I have this great extensive catalog like he did, but it's hard. It's like, sometimes it's, you write a song and you play it for a few years and you forget about it. So I, I tweeted him a request to like play this song. That's like 15 years old or something. And, um, and then like later on that night, they're rehearsing again before, you know, they play and they're rehearsing that song. They had like, and he tweets like back at me, like, you got it. Like I got you covered. And they're like going to play this song. And so I'm like, this is so cool. And they played the song and it was fantastic. And it was like, I was so, I was super. And so it's like, you know, at this point I'm like 22. And so it's like from 18 to 20, you know, fanboy dreams kind of coming true. Mm. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still at this church and I'd started, um, a master's degree, like, and still playing music and playing guitar a lot and, like it turns out that he's going to be coming back. It's like a year later now. So I'm like 23 or 24, I think at the time. And he's coming back and um, he's going to do, he's going to play acoustic. Mm, and I'm stripped like, down. stripped down. Which Kurt is, Cobain, 93 unplugged. <laughs> VH1 storytellers. I'm so stoked, right? And yeah. um, because in my mind, um, and this is a time before Spotify, I should say too. Sure. Like this is a time when like, when you had someone's record, you had someone's record and it, and it really meant something. And even like, of course, like iTunes was out and, and we had like, I remember like getting the first iPod when I was a kid and loading all of my CDs onto it. Like Christmas day was just ruined because I was just importing. <laughs> so you remember the importing CDs? It took forever. I imported like 500 CDs and didn't see a single family member for like the whole Christmas break. And Your you computer would, through. the <laughs> fan would kick on and everything's hot like, and yeah. just like the sound of a, it sounds like Black Hawk Down. It's like, <laughs> it's like Xbox Live at a LAN party. It's just, it's just, it's just heat. It's, it's smoking. Just, heat is coming off this machine. So anyway. My, my copy of The Killer's Hot Fuss. <laughs> That's exactly it. I always say the full album title when oh. I'm <laughs> exclaiming. <laughs> Not my copy of Fallout Boy from under the cork tree. <laughs> Limited a dish. Sugar, we're um, going down. <laughs> That's good. Um, all this to say, this uh, th- I think that contributes to the fact that like it, it was a big deal for me, right? So mm. I reach out to him. I, I go out on a limb. You know, he responded to my tweet a year ago, and I say, "Hey, man." 
I know you're coming acoustic. I actually play guitar and I'm not horrible, but I'm not great. And I, if you're, you know, in need of a guitarist, then I'd be happy to like play with you. Um, and we can do like more of a, I can do more of like, um, uh, like a clean, you know, slightly, this is, I'm going to say guitarist language here for our guitarist listeners, but like a slightly saturated overdrive, maybe like quarter dotted quarter delay. And I'm like writing this in an email, I think, or a text or something. And I'm just trying to, I'm like clearly trying to speak his language as hard as I possibly Super can. Super marinated, <laughs> uh, extra braised. <laughs> just on get the, a uh, nice, uh, just a nice hall reverb on that, you know? I mean, we, we <laughs> can kick it, but we can also flow it. We can, so. yeah, maybe some, just some, some good old fashioned pedal swells to just set the atmosphere and and um, he's in. He oh like responds gosh. to me and is like, <laughs> dude, that sounds great. Um, and of course, I'm like, I will do this free of charge. I know every one of your songs. So I'm, I'm like, clearly. De- I, I'm he's clearly like, no, desperate. I was going to pay you, but <laughs> all right, freak. <laughs> I was going to ask you to go on tour with me. Um, <laughs> but now that I know you're just desperate. <laughs> yeah, I was I was reeking, uh, reeking of desperation. Reeking. Wow. <laughs> That's that's an edit. That's post. <laughs> no, 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 no. The listeners need to know. Oh, I just yeah, that was good. I shrewded it. Um, <laughs> a really sh- deep office track there. Um, uh, all right, so he responds. He's he's super receptive. He's super kind. This guy's really kind, mm. right? And um, so I am going to play with him. And I think someone else jumped in. I like. You know, of course, I'm like running around telling everybody. I got it on my MySpace page. I've got just, it. I'm super stoked about it. MySpace just, wasn't that big back then. We were on took, Facebook. Took a girl to get a slice of pizza and you've already got to save the dates out. Yeah. She's the one. That's exactly it. So I'm so stoked mm-hmm. about this. I think I got like a drummer and a bit ba- like a drummer and a bass player and like friends of mine in on it. And so um, we're so, yeah, he shows up you know, rolls in alone. He's got some, like some cool gear and he, I, I will never forget. He walks in, he compliments my setup, which, uh, when I say he compliments my setup, I mean, he compliments like my pedal board. So this is like, if you're a serious lead guitarist, you're going to build a custom pedal board and you're going to have like a tube amplifier. You're going to have, uh, s- always some sort of fender or Gibson in your arsenal at all times, whether that's mm-hmm. like, uh, Fender, like Stratocaster, Telecaster, classic American guitars are like the Gibson Les Paul or, uh, maybe an SG if you're trying to be like Jack Black from school of rock, but most of the time a Les Paul, if you want like a third, like a semi hollow body, um, like a Gibson, like a 335, like some sort of thicker sound. All this to say, I'm, I'm warming up. This is the code, my friend. Guys, you can't see it. He's reading off with <laughs> right now. I'm not I can see his screen. <laughs> so all this to say, he compliment. he says, man, I love your setup, which in the guitarist world is like, you're just, because so, you, you spend a ridiculous amount of time as a lead guitarist, single, alone, sure. <laughs> in your room, just trying. Well, you already to, said you were a lead guitarist, so you don't have to say single and alone. I mean, that's, try, trying that's to just, redundant. Let's save some time here. Yeah, just trying to dial in the best possible tone. That's what, that's also a huge compliment is when you say nice tone. Sure. Cause it's not like the sound, it's the tone of, of mm. the sound. And, um, all this to say he's, he's super sweet. He compliments it. You know, he's, I'm playing, I'm playing like lead lines. Um, I, uh, like, uh, I should say like lead, lead guitar riffs, uh, from his records. Sure. Like in on this stage, on stage, on stage in this. Are rehe- you nervous? Are the, you like, I'm yeah. going to mess this up. Yes. I'm nervous. I like laid out my clothes like a fifth grader. <laughs> 
cargo shorts and the and one t-shirt army cargo shorts from abercrombie the hat that has like is distressed naturally and one shirt better be taking notes because i'm taking you to school oh my i was thinking about that i had an like a blaze orange and one shirt that said uh what's that in your eye and then on the back it said my jumper It's not even good. S- it's not even I creative. I want to see a contemporary shirt of that and one figure. He's just like <laughs> on his couch being like, some dreams don't always materialize. So <laughs> that's fine. And he's like kicking the new episode of The Crown. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, all this to say, we're rehearsing. We're going to be playing together soon. I'm on cloud nine, sure. right? As a kid, as a as a kid who heard his stuff in this setting in the audience, mm. and now I'm up here, and I, I truly one of the one of the coolest, most unique moments of my life. That that's never happened in in any sort of way or in any sort of capacity, even sure. close, remotely close to this. Um, and he was like, you, you know, you, everyone's, you know, you guys sound great. And he was super complimentary. Of course, like we're horrible compared to, <laughs> compared to what this guy, I mean, he's a world, this is like, you know, he's an, an, was a national act for a long time and knew what he was doing. And now he's got like the, the part-time young adult minister hopping in, on, you know? <laughs> so it's like, anyway, we're having the time of our lives. We do mm. this, we do this gig it's awesome. It goes super well. I uh, embarrass myself a minimal amount of times, um, but just enough to remind everybody that I'm an amateur. And um, I the whole time I have a copy of my record in my back pocket. So at this point in time, it's I've, I've recorded a record, <laughs> which is kind of a a, a com- It's like a weird square. You got to like fit it in your. <laughs> I, I, I bought the jewel cases and I remember the guy saying, are you sure you don't want the CD sleeves? And I was like, nah, nah, jewel cases are hot. And they were not at all. They were like getting crushed. People were dropping them. They break. You'd look at it and it'd break. It's like an jewel, iPhone screen. Like you just Jewel cases are great because they're water resistant. So when someone uses it as a coaster, it just, the water slides right off. They're also girlfriend. As it turns out, they're girlfriend <laughs> resistance. <laughs> um, so I have a jewel case, which is even more awkward. Just this hard, tough square and like line in my you know back pocket. We do this thing, and I'm like, I, am I really going to be the guy that's going to give him my mm. record? Like that sounds so lame. And I was like, I've got to like got one chance. I dude, like I didn't have to email this guy. I didn't have to ask him to to play with him. And and of course, like here I am, like. All because I asked. So I'm like, mm. what else, you know, not, not can I take advantage, but like, what else would he, you know, could, and it's not like, hey, can you, I'm going to hand you this and say, can you make me famous? Can you mm. get this to someone important? It's just, hey, would you mind listening to this and, and tell me what sucks about it? Mm. And uh, maybe what you, if you like anything about it, you know, could you, can you give me some notes on like how to improve is like how I'm going to pitch it. Sure. Right? So the gig's over, cloud nine trying to reach for cloud 10 walking out to greedy his, walking out to his uh his tahoe i remember he drove this like black on black tahoe just 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 classic. nice live lives in the you know not far from there lives in the area so he didn't like had to had to didn't have to it's acoustic gig didn't have to pack anything really serious and so but he's got two or three guitars and i'm carrying them for him is it just you two where's it's the just us and the two. drummer they they i've didn't opt in to carry the gear like a shut that weight get rid of them 
I mean, my desperation is at an all-time high here. I'm like carrying sure. his gear. I'm like, let me get that door for you. I don't really this have is... a free hand to do it. It's awkward. I'm sweating. I remember I was sweating so much. Of course. Uh, this t- is the walk to the door after the first date. You're thinking about going in for that kiss, but you're fum- she's fumbling with her keys. Uh-huh. You're standing you awkwardly on the stoop. Do not. <laughs> the dog, there's like a dog pissing on your leg. You're, <laughs> you're just trying to... The awkward stoop height. You're at different heights. You don't know. Yeah. You're taller than her, but for this moment, she's taller, so you've got a weird inferiority <laughs> complex. Exactly. So we're, we're, we're walking out. Uh, we rest. This is important anatomically we rest the guitars <laughs> on the like bumper of his okay. tahoe sure. and he opens up you know we're talking we're like you know i'm asking him all these questions and i'm and i'm trying to ask like the best questions i can think of and like mm. you know what's what's you know and of course i think they're so sophisticated and in hindsight mm. they're like what was your favorite show you know like, <laughs> just they're not good do you like ben and jerry's <laughs> ice cream do you like playing music <laughs> <laughs> horrible and why do uh, guitars have six strings yeah, you ever want yeah it's just horrible in the moment i'm like i am nailing this here we go <laughs> i he's loading his guitars they're resting he opens his, you know thing he's they're resting on the bumper he throws his guitars in i whip out this copy of my first record from 2001 <laughs> oh, i'm so excited about it i'm so excited about it and i i said hey man um, this probably happens. I, it's so awkward. It's brutal. Oh, I, 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 I ache for my former young self, still young, but still aching. And, um, I said, you probably get this stuff all the time, but I recorded this record. It's, it's the first one that I've made, you know, by myself. And I'd love, uh, any sort of input. If you hate it, I'd love to know why you hate it. You know, I, I mean, really just, it's it's like I think what was the woods six or seven six or seven songs like not long mm-hmm. thirty minute record like can you you know which and he's like he's so sweet about it he's a pro this happens to him all the time he's like sure. dude I will you you have he's like I think he said you have my word I will listen to it it's like I would I'd be happy to he's he received it so incredibly well wow not where I thought I thought the story was he said get your hand off my bumper and leave me alone forever. Uh, I'm going to stop you right there and leave. (laughs) (laughs) He just zooms off in the black on black. Yeah. The black on black, like Like Sicario (laughs) just into the night, just just like hip hop. Just, (laughs) just, yeah. He hates, he hates the type of music he plays. (laughs) Just throws on some bun B and hits waffle house. Why, why Waffle House? <laughs> goes alone, could have oh invi- could have easily invited you. Okay. <laughs> could have right. let you pay. <laughs> Lord knows you would have. I totally would have. <laughs> In this tender moment. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he receives it like a pro. And it's so sweet. And my heart is full <laughs> in this moment. And uh, as he's finishing, he rests, he takes the physical copy of of the woods by uh colin bear <laughs> available nowhere <laughs> independent self-release independent self-release unavailable um and he sets it on his he's finishing loading one more guitar he sets it on his bumper if you already know where i'm going with it <laughs> <laughs> no I, I don't want to believe i, can't I already believe know it. i told i can't believe i haven't told you the story it's so embarrassing Go, please proceed <laughs> 
man, it's brutal. <laughs> he sets it on the bumper. No good story he, starts he had, when he sets it on the bumper. He had no other hands. Like, in his defense, he didn't... Shit. <laughs> he throws... He sets it on the bumper. He throws his last guitar in, in the trunk. And you know with the Tahoe, this is bef- before the days where they had, like, the automatic close or whatever. So he's... Mm. There's no button to hit. He has to reach up <laughs> both of his hands. And he's, like, he's like slightly, you know, a little, a little shorter. He, he reaches up, grabs the thing, com- has completely... Because we're talking, and he's maintaining eye contact with me and being incredibly kind, has mm. completely forgotten about where this phys- where my physical record is on this sure. bumper. Slams the back trunk door closed. Okay. And in so doing, completely cracks and no. <laughs> destroys my record. No. My CD. The CD is actually destroyed too. It's completely pinched. It's like I see it. I'm oh. like I'm, I'm I'm already regretting the jewel case decision again <laughs> for this very reason. If I had gone with a CD jacket, it would have slid right in like a Mastercard. Oh. But I and he has no idea, Ryan. Oh, he doesn't know. He, he doesn't hear it. Zero idea. And he's walking around as we're still talking to the <laughs> driver's seat. And my record, my hopes, my dreams are sh- literally bent and broken and wedged into the trunk of this guy's sub nice comfy sub and he has no idea are you feigning like you've kept momentum with the convo but on the inside you're just you're imploding on the outside i'm cool as a cucumber on the inside i'm chernobyl (laughs) i am chernobyl still looks great there's a carousel there's a school (laughs) you go inside there's a deer in that school okay who wants to go to school with a deer (laughs) i'm not editing that i'm leaving that in i'm lost i'm sweating (laughs) i'm I'm pale i'm lost and i'm sweating in this story because i don't know what to do (laughs) what do i do what do you say Dude, you don't have an extra. I already no. I've been carrying that thing in <laughs> since come 2011. I've had that thing in my pocket. It is yeah. It's like at this point, it's like a, a family photo in your wallet. It's just there at all times in case you know. In case what is <laughs> Andy from the office carrying around his ring, just in case you meet the right woman. <laughs> that's, that's so dumb. Anyway, he yeah. it's wedged in the back of his car. He's, we're continuing our conversation. He, he opens the driver's door, rolls his window down. We're still talking, closes the door, fires up the car. Has he given you this? He is now, Ryan, we're still talking. He, I can tell he wants to leave because he's now reversing. The car's lingering. No, the car's in reverse. Guitars are loaded. CD is completely destroyed and wedged in the back of his bumper, in between his bumper and his trunk. And he is backing out very slowly as we are still talking. And I, like an idiot, am just walking with the car, like still talking to him. (laughs) And he says, and I kid you not, he shifts, he shifts the truck, the the SUV into gear, into drive. And so he's got his foot on the brake, right? It's in drive. He's not moving. And he says, dude, so great playing with you. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. I can't wait to listen to your record. <laughs> and not, not at no point in his mind is he doing where is that thing? He he didn't no. get that far. It's it's in his cup cup holder for all he knows. It's in the the passenger seat. He tossed it up there. He has no idea. And he's leaving now. So I'm like, what do I say? So the only thing that comes out of my mouth is uh it's going to be hard. 
So he says, I can't. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful you reached out to me. That was so much fun. I can't wait to listen to your record. And all that comes out of my mouth, all I can think of is that's going to be challenging for you. And he's like, huh? He's like, like, the engine is revving. He's ready to roll. And he's like, what'd you say? And I said, (laughs) uh, this is, I got to hit pause real quick. (laughs) Okay, I'll pause. This is... (laughs) This is true. This is a true story. Unfortunately for me, I swear this, to you. This, this, how he felt in this moment, I bet is how John Lennon felt when he asked Mark David Chapman if he needed anything <laughs> else <laughs> after he signed his stuff, oh. and all of a sudden that copy of The Catcher in the Rye in your hand mm-hmm. becomes a little creepier, and John Lennon's like, "Uh oh, <laughs> this he came here to kill me." It's um. I could have said nothing. I could, I just couldn't. I just. <laughs> I said it's going to be hard, and he goes, "What?" And I said, "It's going to be hard to listen to my record." And he says, "Why?" And it, this whole time, the the white lights of his rear lights—they've turned from red break to white. There, he's in motion. He's moving, he's and I'm walking with him in this parking lot and it's so awkward and I said because it's wedged between your trunk and your buffer (laughs) and I didn't say it mean I just said it's going to be challenging because it's literally on the back of your car and it's uh it's completely destroyed and I just tell him and, were you uh, were you looking for a laugh or like, I, ha, I was, ha, yeah, yeah, mail yeah. me a copy? For sure. Like partway looking for a laugh, partway didn't want him to leave and just threw out anything I could because I wanted to keep talking to him. <laughs> and he... <laughs> you just... He, I could not lie about uh, it because I spent so much illness. time... I have I'm going to die today. I need, I need you. I spent so much time on that record and it's just oh, shattered and I was... I literally... I could not help but feeling the very sincere human emotion of like immediate depression when it happened. And I'm trying everything I can to fake it. And it just came out. Like I just had to be real with him. Like, dude, it's, it's gone. And, um, this guy's, I've got nothing but good things to say about this guy. He's a total sweetheart. He puts the car in park. He opens, he's like, are you kidding me? And he opens the door and he walks around to the back of his truck and he sees it. And he's like, dude, I am so sorry. And he proceeds to try and free this thing <laughs> from its clutch, the clutch of its his Tahoe. And it's just not, it's not budging. And like a half piece of the jewel case <laughs> comes out in the sand. I think the liner, work. the liner notes have like ripped in half at this point. So metaphorical. Oh, and uh, the CD's like bent. The CD is just bent. It's not broken, but the jewel case is broken. The CD's bent. And he turns to me. He's like, man, I'm so sorry. Like, do you have another copy? Yeah. And I had to say, I do not. And uh, I said, it's no big deal, man. And at this point, I'm like laughing. And like the... The, I guess the pastoral, if nothing else, like the pastoral side of me kicks in and like, and is trying to like ease the tension. And, and maybe like if I had come off weird, I'm trying to like, like cover that up with humor and like, dude, it's okay. Like that's exactly where I mm. wanted it to be was wedge, you know, like these make great coasters. I'm throwing out like every sure, in, sure, sure. insecure uh, singer songwriter joke 
I can think of. And he's just so kind about it. And I had to tell him, yeah, I don't, I don't have another copy, but, um, I will gladly email you the tracks. And he's like, dude, please do that. I promise you, you know, and he's like, you have my email. Uh, I look forward to receiving your email. Like I'm like Colin. He said my name, like Colin, like, I'm so sorry, man. And, um, I said, dude, don't even worry about it. And he might've actually given me a hug. He might've given me like a bro hug. Like when you do the slap, like, sure. the, you know, you do like the, uh, the old hand slap and then you, you, Least bring, you, it, could do. you bring it in, you bring it in for the real thing. You do the old, sure. the old, the, the head. It's almost like you're hugging, like your, your neck, your neck's inside the right side of your face is like all close. And then you do the old slap on the back, you know, and you, you roll and he mm. hopped in his truck and he drove off. And, um, that's the, <laughs> it's just the closest, uh, the closest I ever got into anything <laughs> in, the, in the music industry. And it was, I still look back A on bumper. it fondly because of, uh, and I, I, uh, emailed him, you know, the tracks and sure. I know I never heard back. They got um, wedged between his spam folder <laughs> and his inbox. So couldn't quite get them out. Yeah, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't. And I'm intentionally not using any names here because I have nothing sure. but good things to uh, say f- about this musician is banned on the record. And, um, yeah, that was, uh, he was so kind about it and, um, I was really grateful for that. And, uh, that's it, man. That's my story for today. Ooh, buddy, buddy, buddy. <laughs> I got a, I got a fo- couple follow-up questions. So you emailed him the tracks. He just never got back to you. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. He never got back to me. Did you flirt with the, fo- the classic follow-up email? Hey man, just checking in. Um, I think he had done honest, honest to God. I, 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 well, of course, I mean, who wouldn't flirt with that question in that moment? Mm. But, um, I feel like he had done so much already and had gone like above and beyond. And the way like he handled it in the moment was like, man, if I never hear from this guy again, and then lo and behold, we actually did, we, we texted a few times and, um, had the opportunity to play another show with him. Actually, um, no he reached out to me. Yeah. No joke. Reached out to me about that. And, but never, never talked about my album. Did you again. play it? I was unavailable for that, for uh, that specific one. I was really bummed. That would have been but really I thought cool. That was, I thought that was kind too. Yeah. Yeah. He dude. I feel like okay, at that it. point you just cut your losses and walk away. And I'm, and sure. I'm a, I, you know me, like I'm, I'm a bold guy. Like I, I will, uh, I'll charge into, I'll charge into any gate I can and just hope that it'll like, even if it's locked, it'll just like, you know, slowly open up eventually. Sure. And there's been a few key times in my life where I feel like that is actually, actually, which I thought I used to like look down on myself in that, in that way of like, I'm too brash. I'm too bold. I'm too confident. But there's actually has been a few times in my life where it's, it's gotten me in specific places that I would not have been otherwise, if not for that. But in this specific moment, I was like, I really felt like I, I, I comp, you know, I, I was able to do like, I was able to play a show with it. I mean, like sure. that's, in, that's insane. It was, it was a lifetime, you know, experience of a lifetime and I regret nothing. And so, um, I, I decided to just cut him, cut it loose and, and cut him a break. Dude. Absolutely. I, I think <clears throat> there's a few different things happening there on one. It's a tried and true cliche, but it's probably a cliche cause it is true. Uh, you'll never know if you don't ask. It's like mm-hmm. you wouldn't be married if you hadn't asked your, future mm-hmm. wife out on your uh, first date. Um, it's terrifying mm-hmm. and scary and the stakes are real, but um, it's cool to to see 
the dramatic results that can come from a small act of, of risk taking. And second, man, I kept waiting in this or, story. Yeah, as, as my, sorry, as my dad always says, the only wheel that gets oil is the squeaky one. Yeah, that's what my dad said too. Yeah, he grew up saying that and that always stuck with me. That's a very, that's a very dad saying, um, it's but a very true yeah. one. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I kept waiting in this story for Lance. <laughs> also, I like... I, oh, I completely dropped Lance. I, I, like, I like that I, I pushed for a pseudonym and we, we just haven't... We never used it once. Um, <laughs> but I kept waiting for Lance to be a jerk, but he really does sound like a stand-up Man. guy. I mean, we almost could have used his real name, but I, I understand why we didn't. But I'm yeah. him after the show, like on... From one angle, it's like, yes, Lance is trying to get away from you. But I don't buy that. Man, after any social interaction, I like, <laughs> I need like a, a, an hour break. It mm-hmm. could be the tiniest act, let alone playing a show. I've played a few mm-hmm. shows in my life. And afterwards, I just want to go watch Planet Earth with like some <laughs> Hello Fresh on the couch. Oh, that sounds great. And uh, I can only imagine it's probably similar for a guy like him. And so it, yeah, it probably had nothing to do with you. And then imagine like having a kid half your age, just like following you around that whole night, (laughs) (laughs) asking you every question about the industry, taking every small compliment that you have given him. And he's just, you know, running with it to try and get more. And, um, he had, he was so entirely and completely available. And then of course to play songs he'd written from the years, you know, spanning of his, that kind of chronicled his life, I guess, in a way that takes a lot of, um, emotional vulnerability and so for him to want to be like i'm packing up my guitars and leaving here forever (laughs) after that like i don't fault him uh, at all for and uh yeah (laughs) yeah i know if if if, uh if comedy is is tragedy plus time then the the time was definitely shared in the story on on both both of our ends but there was no tragedy uh on on his end Mm. it was it was it was all on my end with the yeah it, it was totally accidental um but it was yeah it's yeah, there's he was not a jerk to me in any way. Yeah. I mean, before I ask my final question, <laughs> there's like this between age 19 when I really started going to concerts and 28, my current age, I've basically done a full 180 from I would walk up to any indie rock band that whose show I was going to and trying to meet the lead singer, the drummer or whatever. But now I don't do it ever because I'm afraid that they're going to be a jerk. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I will no longer be able to listen to their music. And mm-hmm. my buddy, I told this to my buddy one time, and he said, oh, yeah, that's the Andre 3000 effect. Mm-hmm. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, I don't feel bad using the word Andre, or using the name Andre 3000 because, A, mm-hmm. it's famous and rich beyond my wildest dreams and never going to hear this. And this is now a secondhand story. But my buddy <laughs> was walking in New York past Andre 3000. They were both alone. No. And so he stopped him and said, "What?" like, tried to say hi and said, I, I, I love your work. I mean, it's a huge part of who I am. And Andre 3000 mm. just, just like, uh, and then kept walking. <laughs> it was he, like, to- totally he, ignored him. He didn't say anything. He, he, he said he just gave him like a, uh, and then just kept walking. Oh um, my gosh. But th- the whole point is who knows what, what kind of day Andre had. Yep. It's totally unfair of us to judge, someone by one interaction, especially when mm-hmm. they're um, probably being approached by mm-hmm. many people. Now, Andre's not Lance, but the point is sure. I'm terrified of meeting my idols because I might end up having to kill them. Not 
like John Lennon, but like I might have to put <laughs> put to death that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that in your mind, kind of they're, they're perfect and they're friendly and they're kind and they want you to approach them. And sometimes in reality, that's not true. If they tell you to bug off, okay, have fun listening to the record now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Um, final... I'll ask my final question is kind of two parts. First, okay. with the exception of allowing him to put your CD <laughs> on his bumper and thus, you know, allowing it to break, what would you do differently <laughs> if you could? And then okay. my second, and then my part two of this is, um, what's the kind of takeaway if, if you have one uh, mm. about, you know, larger life experience? Yeah, that's man. Great question. Say, say the first part again. Let me just tackle these real quick one at a time. Yeah. What would you do differently in this okay. situation? Uh, but it can't be like, oh, well, I would give him the CD after, <laughs> after he shuts the trunk. Like I would have, assume... I would have, <laughs> I would have uh, produced and copied this on uh, with a CD jacket. Cause it would have slid <laughs> nicely in between uh, the bumper and the, tr- no, you, I w- the honest, you can't, answer- <laughs> you can't change the CD breaking and only having okay. one copy. <laughs> uh, Oh, there's, there's rules. Okay. Yeah. I would have had three copies in my back pocket. Um, (laughs) I would have changed nothing. Honest answer. Nice. Nice. What happened happened. And I I felt, uh, good even in the awkward bringing up of, Hey man, it's, it's going to be hard for you to listen to it because it's on your bumper. Yeah. There was was something so funny about that to me, um, in the moment and sad and, 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 and honest, um, that I was, uh, I was actually, I'm actually glad that I was able to say it and I would have changed nothing. I think, nice. I think he did nothing wrong and, and I hope, I hope I did nothing wrong. Nice. And, and oh, then, yeah, uh, what was the takeaway. Yeah, the, ta- the final question, the takeaway, man, that's good. Cause I was, I was thinking about, I've been thinking about the story all week and I, I was thinking, well, what did I learn or what, what was the takeaway? And, um, part of me wants to say that the music industry really sucks. <laughs> that like this is a part of it, this like endless self-promotion and, and insecurity. It's like a, a vicious cycle. Um, but then a few years later, I look back and I think, man, I guess I learned something about my, myself more than the music industry, which is like I can be a bold, sometimes brash person. Sure. And uh, I, li- I, I bump into locked doors a lot of times. And I had, I had someone, a boss, say to me one time, you bump into a lot of locked doors, but every now and again, one, those doors open. <laughs> Um, and he was like, kind of like a backhanded compliment and, um, yeah, I don't know. I was really grateful from the story yeah. and, um, yeah, it was, it was just, uh, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, I think it does. Lest we forget the Beatles played, uh, German strip bars for two years before making a big in their own country. And that mm-hmm. was six years before they even came to the United States. So, mm-hmm. I mean, these things take time. We always think in every in almost everything we do we want instantaneous results but it just takes hard work late nights dodging bratwurst in munich uh, yeah for paul paul and john to make it big um i think this is a, a good point to wrap it up um although maybe for a little teaser we probably won't tell it immediately next but colin and i have a joint bard story coming up sometime in the mm. future of us meeting uh, some members of Death Cab for Cutie uh, <laughs> when we were in this tender 19, oh, 20, so 21 year old age. And I for- is- yeah, I forgot. It. That's so relevant to this story. It should be part yeah. two. We will. Uh, <laughs> that'll be in the future. That's a, that's a good one. Um, oh, that was so good. 
Don't meet your idols. Don't uh, meet your idols. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great story, Cole. I was not bored to death. Oh, thank God. Um, I was you worried. kept me you kept me from being bored to death. So <laughs> uh thank you so much for listening to uh ninety something point something, the periodic table. <laughs> the periodic There's no way table. I'm gonna remember the numbers. I barely remember the periodic what, what table. What was your name? Give us your name one more time. It was Barry Beryllium, Cole. Barry uh, Beryllium. And you were Cole. I, I, Who are I, you? <laughs> I reversed it. I did uh, element and then name. I did uh, calcium Colin. Like a. I like that. <laughs> that's yeah, calcium. That's Colin. why. That's why we hired you uh, here at the periodic <laughs> table. Oh, that's good. Um, thank you for listening. All right, bye, guys. We'll be back next Monday with a fresh story that you won't want to miss. So don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or our website, barredtodeath.com. And if you're really vibing us, consider writing us a review in the iTunes store. Have a story of your own that you'd like to share with Ryan and I? Email it to us at connect at barredtodeath.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Our outro music is graciously provided by Ryan's band, We Are Tall Boys. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, and Bandcamp. Until next time, we hope our story in some way helps you find the humor, beauty, and truth in your own story. I'm Colin Abshapair, and this has been Bard to Death. There's and there's nature. What's it for, legislator, when my thoughts are so up?